Welcome to Lift Up Your Heart, where we celebrate the good news of the gospel and the Catholic faith. I'm Gina Christian, here with Oblate Father Thomas Daly, who holds the John Cardinal Foley Chair of Homiletics and Social Communications at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Wynwood, Pennsylvania. Through this podcast, we'll be highlighting messages of hope for a church and a world where the news we hear is too often despairing. But when we find a reason to rejoice in Jesus Christ, we can all learn to lift up our hearts. Welcome, Father. How are you? I'm good, Gina. And yourself? I'm great. And we're even better because we have our our fearless editor, Matt Gambino, here with us in the studio. Matt, always great to have you here. Matt Gambino, editor of CatholicPhilly.com. Welcome. Good morning, Gina. Thanks again. <laughs> and, and you're the one with the coffee mug, and I, mm. I sound like I'm the one that's this is important on a coffee IV, actually. <laughs> well, we've just come off of our Independence Day holiday here in the U.S. We celebrated on a Sunday, but we were graciously given the day off on Monday, the 5th. And Father, you called the topic, and a great one it is, the whole notion of independence and freedom. Those are words that you hear tossed about a lot, but you're going to tell us a little bit more about what they mean. And they might not mean what we think they mean, right? Well, they do and they don't. I mean, it's certainly good that we celebrate our independence. It's our cherished American value, but it also becomes the source of many debates and battles, if you will, especially in a social political realm. And I think all of that stems from a misunderstanding of what freedom uh, really is and really entails. Um, I I get the sense from watching commercials and listening to speeches that um, we celebrate independence in the sense that we are, you know, free. We are independent of any kind of outside influence or force. And in a certain sense, that's true. I mean, I think the whole idea of independence is captured by the quintessential American philosopher named Yogi Berra, who famously said once that when you come to a fork in the road, take it, (laughs) which if you think about it is humorous. But on the one hand, he's he's correct. If you come to a, a fork in the road, a place of decision, um, you have to make the choice, and and making that choice is not dependent on someone else or someone else's influence, and that's our idea of independence. But where I think Yogi got it wrong, or I should say it needs completing, is that simply having that choice to go right or left at the fork in the road is not enough, because if we want to get to where we want to go, we also have to make the right choice or, or a good choice, the choice that's going to get us where we want to go. And so to be free is not simply to have a choice to make, but it's to make one and to make a good one in terms of what our, what our, what our goal is, uh, whether that's getting to a particular uh, address or whether it's getting to meaning and fulfillment and happiness or getting to heaven. Um, The the choices that we make matter, not simply being independent of any influence on our choice. 
So it seems to me, Father Tom, that commensurate with this idea of freedom, of being able to do what I want, generally speaking, there's this idea of responsibility. So we we have a responsibility toward our greater good, but for ourselves, but also this idea of the greater good of the community, or one could even say the common good. So can you talk about this idea of responsibility, uh, hand in glove with freedom? Well, sure. It's it's the flip side of freedom, if you will, um, because any choice that I make, while it is independent of influence or pressure from others, nevertheless is going to affect others. And so the choices that I make have others connected to it. And that, that's where the, the social responsibility comes in. Everything that I choose to do is going to impact not only me, but someone else. So whether we call that, you know, consequences or responsibility, um, you know, that that's part and parcel of the decision making process. And also, uh, so the idea, like in America, is that you know, uh, in America, I'm free to do as I want, and as long as I'm not hurting anyone, what's the harm in that? Uh, so as you're saying, there's there's a broader dimension to that. There are consequences, even if you think that no, I, I'm, you're not hurting anyone uh, physically, but there are consequences, right? Sure. And and that expression that I'm free to do as I want, um, while true in the sense of capability, I can, I can turn right or I can turn left. I can go anywhere I want. Um, we're not really free to do whatever I want if ultimately – what I want is to get somewhere. I mean, I can't, if, if, if my goal is to get to New York, I can't turn onto southbound I-95 and get there, at least not on time. <laughs> so, I was just about to say that. You're not going to get to New York by 95 South, unless you're coming from Boston. Right. Now, I may want to go just for a long roundabout drive. Okay, that, then I can do that. But even that is going to impact other people. Um, other drivers, other people in the car with me, whatever. So yes, to be independent is not to be isolated in my own solitary decision-making where I can do whatever I want. To be independent is to not be forced to do what I choose to do in view of where I want to get in life. And the catechism makes an excellent point that the more one does what is good, the freer one becomes. That's section 1733, for those of you who want to look it up. Talk a little bit about that, that the more you choose the good, you actually increase your freedom. Well, again, it's the, the contrast between independence, which, which is basically the mentality that I can choose whatever. In other words, having a choice. And freedom understood as making a choice. When Yogi comes up to that fork in the road, he has a choice. But until he makes the choice, he's not free to go anywhere. He's just sitting there. Uh, And that was his point, I think. You know, when you come to a fork in the road, take it, make a choice. How do we increase our sense of responsibility, especially in a pluralistic society where my values aren't your values and you know, we really are not looking at a common good in many respects. How do we how do we increase an overall sense of responsibility? Well, I think step one is understanding that my freedom impacts other people. 
In other words, that it's not just about my choice because my choice is always, in some respect, our choice. And so um, I think we increase our social responsibility, our sense of common good, when we look to what is, what is not just what is in common, but what is good for those in common. In other words, it's not just about you know the, 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 the majority rules, um, because we could still choose something that's not good. So we promote the common good when we look at which of those roads am I going to take? And when we try to, um, through dialogue and discussion and, and argument at times, um, when we try to figure out which is the best road to take as a society. And that is always the hard part, that uh, coming to a consensus of right and wrong. Um, now, obviously, in the Judeo-Christian tradition, we're going to look at some moral absolutes, um, you know, that laid down uh, in the Decalogue and throughout history. Uh, and we've always, well, we've often come up short to living those absolutes, but they really still are a guide uh, for this path forward of consensus on what is good. So I guess in that broad sense, we can go back to another yogiism. It's deja vu all over again. <laughs> Very true. Um, but you, you, you hit the nail on the head there in the sense that something or someone always guides our choices. Uh, we, we don't make choices in a vacuum. Uh, it's always based on something or, dare I say, it depends on what is true and what is good. Now, sure, we're going to argue about what is true and what is good, um, and, and that's where our reasoning ability comes in. And, um, you know, hopefully we can, we can get to that common understanding of what's true and good. Um, but any choice I make is going to depend on someone or something as my guide. And, uh, you know, our, our task is to figure out what, what the best guide is. I think a great example here, and one that people of all backgrounds, I think, can at least to some extent agree on, is just looking at the choices we make and how they affect our environment. Obviously, we have landfills that are overflowing. We, we definitely are, are facing some challenges in our natural environment, and some of those are directly related to the choices we make about you know, consumer goods, what you know, resources we extract, and how we extract them from the environment. Do you think that that issue might be one way of illustrating these notions of freedom and responsibility for people who may not share the same even view of reality as an objective reality? Certainly. We are, we are not independent of our environment. Um, I think that the, the challenge with all of that is, is right there, is in the thinking that I can do whatever I want. You know, the planet's big. It can handle it. Um, and not even considering that the choices I make have an impact on the environment, which then has an impact on other people and me. Uh, now, we can debate and, and discuss and argue about, you know, the, the, the particulars, uh, you know, the particular roads we want to go. But again, you come to a fork in the road, you got to take one of the roads. And those roads are the environment. And, and, and if, if, if I choose, I don't know, a third dirt path, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's going to be even more problematic to get to where I want to go. So yes, our, our, our choices are dependent in some respect on the environment. Um, and so we have to 
keep that in mind as well as all of the people in the environment in mind when we make the practical choices that we make. Now, and since we're using baseball analogies, and I am notoriously sports illiterate, but to throw you a curveball, did you hear the sports well done. term there? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> but to throw you a curveball, do you hear an inconsistency in some of the debate around freedom where we have people who say, I'm born this way, and as if there's a kind of determinism operating, and then but I choose to be this way. I hear sometimes a kind of um, confusion in some of our common discourse on a number of hot button issues, but that seems to be an interplay there. Talk a little bit about that. Well, certainly freedom and determinism are opposites. That's the whole point of independence. We are not determined by other people. On the other hand, however, um, freedom is not free as Pope St. John Paul II wrote. It, it's, it's not a mechanism that we have within us to determine reality. Uh, I, I, I'm not free to um, you know, jump off a building and fly. Um, you know, don't, don't try that at home, anyone. It, it, it doesn't work. Um, so just the fact that I choose something doesn't make it real. Again, freedom is not free. It depends on what is true. Jesus said in the Gospels, the truth will set you free. When I come to recognize the truth and choose it, then I become free. Mm -hmm. What does choosing the truth look like? What does that play out in your life as? Oh, it, it can play out in all kinds of ways in terms of vocations, in terms of marriage, in terms of jobs, um, you know, just, just, just take employment. Um, the truth is I hate my job. I, it, um, this is theoretical. This is theoretical. I'm not, uh, I'm not really saying that. I hope but, not. You know, if that, if that job's not for me and that's the truth, I have a choice to make. Do I continue to do the job that's not for me? Or do I go and find the job that is for me? Now, lots of factors are going to play into that decision, but I don't become free to be um, the employee or the worker or, or, or the creator that, that, that I am until I embrace the truth. This particular job or that particular job or another job you know, is, is right for me or is wrong for me. Um, so the, the sense that the truth will make you free is that when I decide in line with the truth, then I become free to be, to be who I am, to be whom God wants me to be, um, to, to, to get to where I'm going or, or, or desire to go, to go back to the, the original, uh, yogi image, um, you know, I, 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 it's not simply that I can choose one way or the other. I need to choose the path that's going to get me to where I want to go. And therefore, that, that freedom is coming from within. Uh, it, so that's a, it's not an endowment from the state or someone in, in authority, but it's really coming from within. Absolutely. From within me is the ability to choose. Uh, it, it, it's free will. But 
free will is not an absolute. It doesn't just work randomly. It works in tandem with knowing uh, and seeking uh, what is true and good and meaningful and fulfilling. Um, that, that's the integrated human person, um, the ability to use my free will to choose what is good, which becomes good not just for me, but for everybody around me. Well, Father, I think you hit a home run here in walking us through what freedom and responsibility are. I hope you appreciated my other baseball reference. Oh, I'm really trying, I, I think you. I think you've used them all up, Gina. I, I think you've used them all good up. Good catch. <laughs> I really am trying. I'm, I'm trying to be on the ball. But before I, uh, before I desecrate the holy game of baseball any further, <laughs> Father Tom Daly, always a pleasure to have you with us. Matt Gambino, always wonderful to have you here, too. Thank you both so much, and hopefully we will reflect on the true meaning of freedom and responsibility and make those good choices for life, for God, and for the common good. Thank you so much. Come back soon. You've been listening to Lift Up Your Heart with Oblate Father Thomas Daly and Gina Christian. This podcast has been a production of CatholicPhilly.com and the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. Music by Ixon. For more information on our podcast, visit us online at CatholicPhilly.com. And until next time, take hold of the good news and lift up your heart.